Welcome to Rhema for Today. But I want you to notice that in that, and if you'll notice any time that Jesus prayed, he would always address the Father. Even when he taught his disciples to pray, he, they addressed the Father. Our Father which art in heaven. Hello? Right? But when he ended it, he didn't say anything about Jesus' name. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Tomorrow is the last day. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan on Effective Prayer. Prayer, the key that unlocks the door. Now, when you go out to get in the automobile, when you leave here tonight, you have a key in your hand and you unlock your door, right? And you're going to tell somebody, I unlocked that door. No, you didn't. You didn't unlock the door, technically. That key unlocked the door. All you did was turn the key. Hello? Indirectly, you unlocked it by directly that key unlocked that door. Am I correct? Well, when you pray, and when we get involved with prayer, if we don't have the right key, our praying's in vain. You got to pray with the right key. Now, unless we have a key and understand the key to praying correctly, then we're not going to get anywhere. We're not going to get anything. Now look at John 16, verses 23 and 24. John chapter 16, verses 23 and 24. And in that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be made full. Now all of us understand that Jesus is our mediator, our intercessor, our advocate, our Lord. He stands between us and God. He is our advocate. He stands between us and God. He pleads our case, in other words, before the Heavenly Father. We are never told to pray to Jesus. You know, a lot of people start, oh dear Jesus, bless this and bless that. That prayer will not be answered. Does not have a crying chance of being answered. Dear Jesus, please do this. That prayer has as much chance of being answered as the snowball in the hot August sunshine has of lasting over 30 minutes. Hello? That's what's the matter with you and your prayers because they ain't getting answered because you don't have a key that's unlocking the door. You got to unlock the doors and windows of heaven before they, you can ever get in to get what's on the inside or what's on the inside can get out to get to you. All right? Now I want you to notice. He told his disciples in this scripture here to pray to the Father in his name. See here? 
Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever things ye shall ask the Father in my name. That's Jesus talking. So it's asking in the name of Jesus. That's why you hear me and a lot of other people, Brother Hagin, I learned, picked it up from him. I learned all this from him. You hear me when every time I pray, I always in my prayer, no matter what I pray for, in the name of Jesus. Many times I will end a prayer saying, by the word of God, in Jesus' name. I say, dear Heavenly Father, then I tell him what I want, and I end the prayer by saying, by the word of God, in Jesus' name. Now that's the proper way to pray. And that's the key that's unlocking the door. If you don't learn that, you're not going to receive too much from the Lord. Now I want you to notice, hitherto you have asked nothing in my name. He was talking to the disciples before he went away and ascended on high. And he said, up until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Now you see, even when he taught his disciples to pray the Lord's Prayer, we call it, which is not applicable for us that are born again spirit-filled Christians. That was a prayer that was prayed before Jesus Christ died on the cross and shed his blood for the remission of sin and ascended on high to set out at the right hand of the Father. But I want you to notice that in that, and if you'll notice any time that Jesus prayed, he would always address the Father. Even when he taught his disciples to pray, he, they addressed the Father. Our Father which art in heaven. Hello? Right? But when he ended it, he didn't say anything about Jesus' name. Because it wouldn't do any good. Because the name of Jesus, until he died and rose again and ascended on high, the name of Jesus didn't have any meaning. Hello? It was the Father's name. It was the power. You see, but once he died and his blood was shed, and in Hebrews it talks about that that blood was shed once and for all. No more bulls or goats would ever have to shed their blood. That curtain was rent from top to bottom. And the power of God that sat on the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant was released. Because of what Jesus had done. Now, you can say in the name of Jesus because Jesus is the one that went and defeated Satan. And he ascended on high with the keys of death, hell, and the grave in his hand. And he sat out at the right hand of the Father and the Word of God says, where he ever maketh intercession for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's real simple if we just do it the way the Bible said do it. But for some reason, people want to do it their way. Oh, it's all right. No matter how you live, long as you love your brother and, 
everything will be all right. No, that's not what the Bible says. Bible says, unless you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior and become born again, you ain't going to make it. I don't care how good you live. I don't care if you never stole nothing, if you never cheated, if you never told a lie, if you never done anything that anybody could even think that was wrong. I mean, if they... If, if you never even thought a wrong thought and you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're still not going to heaven. Even though men would like to say that you are, you know, the fatherhood of God and the brotherhood of man. All of that nonsense. Hello? So the same thing here in prayer. We've got to do it like God said, do it. Like the word said, do it. Now, Jesus said that when you say to the Father, Heavenly Father, and then ask in His name, in the name of Jesus, that it would unlock the door. You see, we can talk to Jesus and tell Him how much we love Him, how much we appreciate him, how much we thank him for dying for us that we might have life and have it more abundant. But see, we're not asking him for him. We are thanking him and praising him. Yes, that is right and that is true. But you don't ask him for anything. You praise him for what he's done. You praise him for what he's going to do for you. That's fine too, no problem there. But it's when you are praying and asking that your needs be met or whatever it is you want. And how many of you pray and ask for something? Well, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Or it ain't nothing going to happen. I am not minimizing giving accolades and praise to the Lord Jesus Christ because they are there and they are due in their proper place. I'm talking about how to get your needs met, how to receive and get the doors open. And you, when you pray, you don't pray to Jesus, you pray to God in Jesus' name. Now I want you to notice, some people say, well, you know, it's not important which church you belong to. In a sense, they're right if they add this to it. But it sure is important what family you're born into. I'm talking spiritually now. I'm not talking about naturally. I'm talking spiritually. Because you're either born into the family of God or you're born into the family of Satan. That's the only two spiritual entities and spiritual worlds that exist. The spirit world of Satan and the spirit world of God. And man will spend eternity in one of those. Life down here is a temporary time. But eternity will be spent either in heaven or hell. It's during this life that you make your calling sure. Oh, well, somebody said, well, we just have to wait till we die and we'll find out whether we made it or not. 
No, 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 no. The Word of God says you can know for sure. In fact, if you study the Word of God, you'll find out it talks about you can have a little bit of heaven down here to go to heaven in. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagan and Pastor Hagan and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled Understanding How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith, a Rhema classic. Next is Kenneth Hagan's DVD entitled The Anointing Breaks the Chains. And finally, Kenneth E. Hagan's slimline book, Right and Wrong Thinking. All three resources are for the special price of $23.90. That's $7.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And you have a men's conference coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, that will be November the 1st through the 3rd. It's going to be an awesome time. Yes, it is. Ladies, go and register your husbands for the men's conference. Yeah, go and to rhema.org slash CTA. That's right. And he'll come back a better man. And also, if uh, if you've got uh, if sons that want to come with their father for that Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to noon. Yes. That are, uh, that are 16... Uh, to 18 years old, mm-hmm. uh, there is a discount, and it tells you about it there on That's the web. Right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth Hagen's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.